Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to episode seven of the Scale the Fuck Up podcast. So this podcast is specifically designed to help show you a real life behind the scenes look at what it actually takes to scale a business to seven figures. So whether you are teetering around the edges of six figures, if you've already busted through to multi six figures, or if you're dancing on the edge of seven, This podcast has strategies and takeaways designed to support you. Now, I'm Rhiannon, your host and business strategist for six, multi-six, and seven-figure entrepreneurs, and I've been supporting women to grow and scale businesses that light them up, not burn them out since 2014. So thank you so, so much for being here and for tuning in, and happy Monday. Now, if you are a woman in business, you're probably familiar with the phrase, it's lonely at the top. Now, if you haven't heard that phrase before, it essentially means that successful and like higher up the ladder people like CEOs tend to have few friends or people to turn to and that they typically experience a sense of loneliness the higher that they rise. Why is that? Well, a couple of reasons. So number one, as the CEO, you're responsible for outcomes. So at the end of the day, You make the final decisions and you're the one responsible for the outcomes of the business, both good and bad. When you're the CEO, the buck stops with you. So there's no one else to blame and no one else higher up who can deal with whatever situation pops up. Not that you would blame them, but just saying. Um, Now, please don't misunderstand me here because yes, of course, there are team members and specialists who can step in and really help handle things in their respective departments. But at the end of the day, you're still the CEO. So you're still the one running things and you're still the one responsible for the business. That can be a lot of pressure and it can be really hard for others to understand just how much pressure that is when they don't really understand or they haven't been in similar shoes. So number two, relationship dynamics can shift. So when you get to a certain point, it becomes really, really hard to relate with others who aren't in the the industry or who just simply don't get it. When you're running a business, it's a bit It's a bit different than climbing the corporate ladder, okay? So since you started the business, you likely brought people on to help support you instead of climbing the different rungs and surpassing people. But even still, leadership is different than friendship. So that isn't to say that a leader can't be a friend, but hear me out on this one. So I certainly went through this and I've definitely seen it with clients. I know so many women started out as freelancers and, you know, that's literally how they viewed themselves and a freelancer or a solopreneur or insert synonym here that is very, very different from a CEO. And you can be running the exact same business with the exact same business model, but who you are and how you show up is totally different. And one byproduct of that can be that friends, family, team, et cetera, the relationship dynamics inevitably shift. And then number three, imposter syndrome rears its head. So none of us have it all figured out. We all have wobbles and we're really just figuring shit out as we go. So in episode four of the podcast, we highlighted how as women, we tend to ask for help or communicate what we need 
far less than men. And that was pulled from a Harvard Business Review article, not just out of thin air. So where this can be challenging is when we feel unprepared or like we are not enough, you know, classic imposter syndrome thoughts, we can really struggle to reach out for support. So we can struggle to communicate what we need because we don't want to look like we don't know what we're doing. And this just means that the higher we rise or the more successful we become, the lonelier it can get. Now, time and time again, I've heard from clients, and I've also experienced this myself, that the higher you rise, the lonelier it can feel. And that absolutely can 100% be true. So statistically speaking, there actually aren't a lot of us a lot of us out there. So not collectively, at least. Now, anytime I share a statistic or a quote or, you know, anything that I'm pulling data from, I really want to make sure that I give credit where credit is due. And I also want to make sure that I have the source to actually back up what I'm saying. So with that said, I searched for what felt like an insanely long time. Uh, Truth be told, I think it was close to an hour trying to find the most recent statistics on women business owners crossing the six and seven figure mark. All right, so there's a lot of info swirling around out there on a lot of different websites stating that as of this year, 88% of women-owned firms generate less than $100,000 annually. Now, from everything that I could find, I believe the original source of this was actually from 2018 from the Women's Business Enterprise National Council in an article titled Behind the Numbers, The State of Women-Owned Businesses in 2018. First of all, these numbers are from the U.S., not global, and this was taken pre-pandemic, so we know those numbers have changed a bit. All right, next comes the National Association of Women Business Owners from 2019. These are stats also pulled from the U.S., but this states 4.2% of all women-owned firms have revenues of $1 million or more. All right, so let's just cycle back on that one more time. 88% of women-owned firms generate less than $100,000 annually. So that's 12%. And 4.2% of all women-owned firms have revenues of $1 million or more. So we've got 12% of women-owned businesses crossing six figures. And we've got 4.2% of women-owned businesses crossing seven figures. So statistically speaking, there really aren't a lot of us out there, truly. So of course it can feel lonely at the top. But here's the thing, it doesn't have to be. Now, I just wanna interject really, really quickly on the stats before we shift. If you happen to know or have updated numbers on this and have a legitimate source or a study to back it up, either from the U.S. or globally for women-owned businesses crossing the six and or seven-figure mark, I would love to hear from you. Just as a side note, I would really love to know those updated numbers. But let's go ahead and bust that myth that it's lonely at the top. All right, so we've already established how and why it can be lonely. But in order to shift that, it's imperative to focus on connection and creating high-quality relationships. So at the forefront of this connection focus can be surrounding yourself with people who get it, 
So specifically other women running businesses. Now, while they may not face the exact same challenges that you do, they usually understand the trials and tribulations of running a business and the stress of holding all of the pieces and being the one accountable, the dips and turns and roller coaster that comes with being the CEO, the fear when the numbers aren't quite there, and also the celebration when they are. So these women have been in the trenches themselves and can relate to what you go through and what it means to be a CEO. This can look like a coach or a mentor who has been there before and can help you navigate the challenges that arise. This can also look like a collective of your peers, such as a community or a mastermind. Now, I usually recommend both because being an entrepreneur is not for the faint of heart and more support is usually not a bad thing. Now, outside of the work world, you can also create and nurture high quality relationships with others who have similar interests as you. So this may have nothing to do with business, which is fine. It can be someone that you met at like a book club or in a hiking group or at a digital nomad meetup or a dance class, whatever. It can also be your childhood best friend and or your partner. But the point is that you're going to connect with these people in a different way than you would someone running a business, but you can still create a high quality relationship. Now, finally, as we're talking about relationships, something that I don't think is talked about enough, especially in the sense of it being lonely at the top, is your team. Empower your team. Now, yes, there are things that they are not going to be able to relate to. And yes, at the end of the day, you are the CEO and you're the one responsible for things, right? But it gets incredibly lonely at the top when yours is the only voice in the wind. So the point is assuming that your team takes initiative and are a great asset to the company, okay? And I'm also acknowledging here that this can be a really, really fine line to draw. However... If you can focus on creating an environment where everyone feels seen, heard, and valued, this can foster a mutually beneficial relationship for everyone. Now, while connection and relationships are at the crux of this, don't forget to prioritize your self-care and work on your mindset in the meantime. Make sure that you're continuing to take care of yourself. So get enough sleep, eat well, exercise, schedule a massage, have some chill time, whatever, whatever that looks like for you. So self-care looks different for you than it does for me. But the point here is to make sure that you're taking care of yourself while you're building your empire. And then typically when you get to a certain level of business, you've developed some sort of mindset practice or routine that works for you. Oftentimes you wouldn't be here if you hadn't, right? But remember that negative thoughts can still creep in sometimes. Self-doubt can still show up. And we've already talked a little bit about imposter syndrome. So make sure that you continue to work on your mindset as you're going through this journey. If you are struggling with things being lonely at the top, I would love to invite you to join my mastermind. So it focuses on helping you streamline and simplify in order to scale. But at the heart of it, it's about surrounding yourself with other women who get it. You can pop me a message for more info, or you can also go directly to the link that's floating around in the text area of this episode. And as always, thank you so, so much for being here. I so appreciate you. And, you know, if you are tuning in and you are feeling lonely at the top in your own business, I promise you we all go through it, but there is hope on the other side. You don't have to go it alone. Thank you again 
so, so much for being here. Have a great one and I'll see you next Monday.